What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, the final State Champs Michigan Hangtime podcast. So uh, we have got TJ Kelly here. Scott Bernstein is here. The podcast is brought to you by the great men and women at the MHSAA, Lawrence Technological University, Hungry Howie's Dough Razor, and the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, otherwise known as BCAM. Dan Young will be along at the end of the program, and we'll kind of talk about uh, Mr. and Miss Basketball and uh, uh, kind of his summation on what took place uh, at the Breslin Center and beyond. So, uh, But right now, guys, and again, if you want to uh, check out uh, our kind of analysis of the finals. We went real deep on, uh, and there's a highlight package included with it. You can check it out at our website, statechampsnetwork.com. It's on social media. It is our basketball kind of championship show, long highlights, interviews, and then us three kind of breaking it all down and uh, reacting to what took place. And there's a lot to react to of what took place. And really, when you think about it, let's, and we're going to kind of talk about Division One now as a whole and where we are moving forward here. Uh, this has been the craziest playoffs uh, in Division One that I can remember. And we've been doing state champs here 15 years. Uh, this was our 16th season covering uh, boys basketball. And, you know, from day one. You know, first game, Clarkson's out. Right. You know, and uh, Muskegon's going down early. Yeah, exactly. Clarkson, the defend, the two-time defending <laughs> yes. state champs, is out on the first day of first the tournament. Day. First right. day of the tournament. Yep. And, and UD Jesuit loses to New Haven. Right. You know, I mean, even though New Haven is up there, you know, in in our pre in the preseason, you know, everybody's we're talking about from the early in the season, early in the season, early, right, right, right? Earlier in the season, you yeah. know. But oh, I know. You know, so I mean, you're talking about out of the gate. Oh yeah, guys are. You know, getting the, 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 the order of uh, uh, you know the orders being disrupted pretty early. The, yeah. What we yeah. thought was the kind of rightful order of things. Right. There's kind of being a, a wrench thrown into that plan right. pretty and, quick. Yeah, and then it was Ypsilanti Lincoln just riding this wave, and uh, they just took it, and they had some magic right out of the gate. Yep. They had some big wins. You know, you and I saw them against yep. Ypsilanti, and that was a game that could have gone either what way. I really like, and they pulled it out. Yeah. And, from Amani uh, Bates, who there's all this speculation: is he gonna, yeah. you know, is he gonna end up, you know, is, is his whole high school career gonna be played in the state? Is he yeah. gonna go to prep school? And, and who knows? It's, it's still, it's still to be decided. But as of last Saturday, after the state finals, kind of unprompted, and and he he came out and said, "I got three more to win." Yeah, yeah. So kind of laying the gauntlet down, saying, "I ain't going anywhere." And you know he's a 15 year old kid, so things can change. And yeah, and just turned 15 year old. Who's, who's kid? the last no team that did that? Who's the? Is there? I mean, is there ever a team you can remember mm-hmm. that had like a freshman? There's never been in Division I One. Say, there's like, never it, been a state champion with a freshman as a leading scorer. I struggle to think right. in the country. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. really, like I'm and, thinking and about like LeBron. Right? LeBron. Oh, when yeah, LeBron but, was a but freshman, but it still wasn't Division One though. I'm it wasn't about, Division like, One, right? You know, I'm talking about like the highest levels. You know, and I'm thinking like, do I have to go to like? Powers, you know, in New York, 1960s. Kareem with Kareem. Right. You know, I'm like Bill Walton out in San Diego. I'm right. just trying to think of like some of these, you know, did Pistol Pete do it? Right. You know, you, so you start thinking about some Bob of the magic. Was, magic was in, D, you know, at Rich Middle School in the, in yeah. ninth grade, you know. And it's, it's wow, Othella Harrington. I'm just yeah. trying to think of like some ultimate beasts, yeah. you know, from when right. they were in high school. Yeah, LeBron and, won three, uh, man, be but great. his yeah. first Two, I think, were in the lower division, and then for his last two years, they moved up to the highest division. And then he lost; he got upset his junior year, and then ended up winning the senior. Year. And if you're Imani Bates, you mean he, he lost and got upset. What? You, you <laughs> yeah. Then they moved. All right, never mind. If you're Imani <laughs> Bates, you you have the AAU season of yeah. where you're going to be showcased, and you have your own AAU program yeah. provided by Nike USA yeah. Basketball with your name right. on it, yeah. USA Re- basketball. recognized as the number one. 
number number one freshman in the country. Yep. Yeah, you, uh, you arguably have the number one high school accolade, which is a state championship. And he, yep. by the way, he, the Gatorade just named him Player of the Year. Gatorade just named him Player of the Year. And I don't know when a Gatorade has ever named a freshman yeah. Player of the Year. Right. I can't right. ever remember them naming a junior or sophomore Player of the Year. Yeah. At least I in can't, Michigan. I can't Gatorade, Gatorade is thinking ahead. Juniors, Gatorade is, juniors yeah. yes. I can't remember. I, I'm trying to think if maybe for softball, the uh, pitcher out of um, uh, Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central who won the DAC athlete of the year. She may have won three in a row as a sophomore, but yeah, it's it's rare. And a freshman, never, never. Yeah, almost any sport. Yeah, I mean, like football, no way. Right. You know, I mean, there are, there are he's so advanced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything about his game is so polished. When I can, as we, a fifteen-year-old yeah. kid, how, how many transfers are going to be going to Ipsland? Like, I, I tell you this, I'm about to start adopting kids immediately. Four eight one nine seven. Here we come. You know, I, I triangle management apartments. You know, but yeah, yeah. But I'm, but at the but at the same time, I mean, it, they like, broke the seal. And Jalen Fisher kind of said it as yeah. he was getting off the po uh, getting off the podium in the press conference. He said seven three four. We just broke the door down. Yeah. And you know, now yeah. that the door's open, yeah. who knows what's going to happen? Right. And we were and at the beginning Lincoln and squad. at the beginning yes. of the season, we were talking about you know the Ann Arbor area being strong. We talked about the resurgence of the the Catholic League. You yes. know, obviously you got UAD Jesuit those are representative there. Loyola yes. had a pretty strong season. I'm at Catholic Central's only thorn was 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 uh, um UAD Jesuit. Right. You know, and, and so, they lost yeah. at the buzzer yes. to, to Ypsilanti Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. In, in another instant classic right. in the regional final. Right. Yeah. And I think even more, I think that the thing is, like, the, the buzz around Imani is warranted. Yeah. You know, what? who's this kid, who, this soft, yeah. this freshman who just yeah. uh, hit, you know, this game winner? Well, Two straight you know, game winners. Well, I'm going to go watch him. I'm going to go watch him. Well, he did it again. I know. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, people are saying, well, you know, they're they're letting, you know, I putting everything on hold and stuff like that as far as whether it be St. Patrick's celebration, whether it right. be going out to dinner with the family, wife, fiance, whatever. Like, no, sitting at home, no DVR. It's, it's going to be yeah. no, no DVR. It's must see yeah. TV yeah. or yeah. must see in person. Yeah. Uh, I think there are people that are are kind of making the analogy to what Zion Williamson is doing right now at, at Duke, that we could yeah. be seeing that from Amani in, in three, four years. Who knows? With the with the rule changes, he could be going straight from, sure from, from high made school move. right yeah. to the league. I don't know. But, you know, what I do know is the, the type of athlete that he is, the type of playmaker he is, he's generational. Oh, yeah. We're it's, talking about once every 10, 20 years, someone yeah. like this comes along. Three right. years from now, maybe another – 15 pounds maybe on yeah. that frame and yeah. it's going to be real scary just ice in uh, his veins where are, where are we in division one when we're when we're prognosticating now to uh 2020 well, I'm, I'm riding orchard lake st mary's uh yeah. train for next year yep. they're gonna uh, they got lauren bowman the, who will be a, a candidate for mr basketball uh they got kareem rozier one of the best point guards in the freshman class will be a sophomore next year you're bringing in julian roper um, one of the top two or three sophomores in, in the state came over from Country Day. He'll be eligible next year. And then who knows? Rumors are flying about Isaiah Jackson possibly coming back to the state from Spire. And there's some talk that he could land, you know, in the dorms at, at, at uh, St. Mary's. Who, you know, you never know. But even without Isaiah Jackson, just Julian Roper, Rozier, and Lauren Bowman, you know, put them at the top of the Catholic League. And you, you add a talent like Isaiah Jackson, you, you could have the number one team in the whole state. Yeah, I, I'm, you know what, I'm, I like Clarkston. They return a lot. Oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of them, a lot of they the bring question everyone marks back that we had. The quarterback. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's going to be sad. I'm going to have to do my 
what final rankings is. You look awful familiar to like what's going to go on the preseason in 2020 or 19 and 20. Um, I think Oxford's going to be solid. You know, yeah, they, I mean, they got they, the, town, they they got did, the Townsend they brothers. A whole bunch of you know they re, they return a lot. You know yeah. they lose the forward, but yep. you know at the same time as I look through, Cass is bringing the, Tyson A. Cuff yeah, back. If I'm looking through the final 16 teams of of this year, Saginaw, all a lot of juniors yes, that sur- are really good. Surreal's a junior, right? Yep. Surreal's uh, yes, Surreal and Freddie McIntosh, and then Babers. Um, but then uh, the the matchup, the Sweet 16 matchup, it was Hudsonville and East Kentwood, and I know that they both bring back you know Jumani some stud Jones. juniors. Uh, so in Max Perez uh, for Hudsonville, so it's going to really be up there. You know, do yeah. we have another East Lansing is going to be healthy, and they're very. I mean, they're they're young, but they're going to be healthy. Uh, Ray Mitchell, their head coach, just showed me a picture of Andrew Anthony, the standout football player for East Lansing. But man, this guy's jacked. You know, and I'm like, man, he, physically, he's, you know, stronger than a lot of guys. And yeah. a lot of we depend on, you know, well, let's say this schools depend on guard play. And if guys like Andrew Anthony, hopefully they'll bring back the a resurgence of the Lansing area. Mount Pleasant, you know, they still got Wojo, yeah, you know, so back. they got there's still there's still some pretty solid talent. Yeah. You know, all around all around but the I state. W- I will say yeah. in terms of the, the reign of UDJ and the Catholic League, seven straight. Yeah. Jeopardy. Uh, uh, a Catholic League championships never been done before. Yeah, I, I think that streak's going to come to an end next year. And you they, like Catholic Central too, a lot. right? Do they bring it back? Uh, Catholic Central loses. Yeah, they, they lose. A lot. They okay. lose. They lose. They lose a lot. All right. Brother Rice is going to be Rice better. Brother Rice, okay. they won. Yep. They, they they finished strong. Won a district yeah. title yeah. first time in yep. eight years yep. or yep. seven years. Yeah, they bring back John Brantley, who was the second leading scorer, I believe, in the Catholic League beyond behind Lauren Bowman. Um, okay, and they got Nico Stewart, another kid who came over from Country Day, yep. who looked really good the second half of the year. In Division One, we got to talk about the PSL too. Cast Tech, yeah, Cast King, yeah. Tate, yeah. Renaissance. What's coming yeah, back in um, that area? Yeah, Renaissance. I mean, they they lose a lot as far as Chandler Turner, Keelan Grant, uh, Marzette. Uh, so they're going to have some some things that they're going to have to work Z- out. King's got King's Ziegler got Omar Ziegler and, and Chancey Will- Chancy Willis, yep. but they still lose. I mean, John, John Massey John was a Massey beast was in the quarterfinals. Heart and soul. Heart and soul. For, for those college coaches that were watching John Massey for the first time, you know, or whatever, let's say this. If it was your first time, it was your second time, whatever, yeah. this is the best that I've seen him play. And he was yeah. an absolute man-child, punishing the rims and just, grab, you know, pretty much gathering every single rebound. So um, That's a big they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna miss him. Uh, yeah, the PSL, they're going to need – more out of yeah. you know more out of western they're going to need some east side help they're going to need east english village you know they're gonna, you know king ca- can't be king and cast every single year in class you know? in division 2 i got one word and it's ferndale yeah ferndale's going to you're going to get yeah. all those kids eligible uh the culture's already been installed by Juan Rickman and and they made a run to the regional finals this year with really kind of a frankly kind of a one man team one or two man team and you know now you're going to get uh, Colin Golson, Jayshon Moore, Simon Wheeler, all eligible. Right. And uh, they're they're going to they're going to be a team to be reckoned with next year yeah, in D two. It's, it's going to be a lot of and fun. And obviously little, Scooby yeah. Johnson's and Scooby's yeah. coming back. Squad. Right. And yeah. Benton Harbor's going to have yeah. a lot, yeah. to, a yep. big chip on their no, shoulder. I, I would I would say that as far as Ferndale, Benton Harbor, I'm going to go Grand Rapids you know, South. Rouge has Christian. got Jeter. Yeah. You know, Grand Rapids South Christian's going to be good again. Yep. Yeah. Rouge Rouge is going to be solid. Catholic, Grand Rapids yeah. Catholic Central will have, might have a, their point guard it, back. I could see, you know, out of the PSL, 
you know, Ken Flowers has, has uh, Henry Ford, you know, and I think he's got some pieces that he likes. Northwestern, I think, can be kind of a surprise just because they have so many juniors on that team. Um, it'd be great to see Pierre Pierre Brooks Pierre really Brooks do something over, over, at, at, Douglas, over at Detroit. We Douglas. know that he can score the yeah. basketball. He's yep. probably the most naturally gifted scorer in the PSL. Yep. The question is, can he take his team uh, you right. know, on a deep tournament run? Right. Can he contend? Can he make his teammates yeah. better? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, and at the same time, his teammates have to, to the, put in have yeah. to put in that work. I mean, whether yeah. it be an extra four hours in a, w- a week, I think that you know, it's four hours. Give me it. ten hours a week in between working on your game and spending you know that extra five hours or whatever in in the weight room, and and you can change hey, a lot in and, that certain. And, and I would say that time. obviously, uh, you know, Chandler Park. Yeah. Proved us wrong this season. They went undefeated, barely lost there at the end. You know, I think it was yeah. just kind of, you know, it was just River Rouge just closed it out in overtime. But I thought they were going to win that game. I really, yeah, yeah, really yeah, did. And the, and, and, the momentum. Yeah. and the Fowler defense situation yeah. came up. Yeah. Uh, up three points. Yeah. Whether, you know, in, and with, with yes. time going down, do you foul? Do you foul? And Coach Scott brought up something. He's like, we weren't, we were losing the rebound. We were battle. losing the yeah. rebounding battle. So what? They're going to make their first and they're going to miss their yeah. second. And yeah. I don't, and, pretty much, I don't have, you know, we need Ni- our guys to rebound. Yeah, and Nigel Colvin just did what Nigel Colvin yeah. does. Yeah. clear out. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and I'd like so to say. one guy, yeah. though, I don't want taking no, a no, shot yes. if I'm Chandler. Yeah, and, no. and, and, and Nigel, you know, he he's one of those guys where, you know, he stepped up his game and it's been great. Another point for that all was you made, D For all you D2 scouts and G Gliac scouts, go to the gym at River Rouge. Yes. You got about yeah. five kids right. that are worthy of uh, of scholarships to your yep. league and yeah. Micah, right Ma- now that are uncommitted. Yeah. So something else I learned, Micah Parrish was yeah. at Ipsy Lincoln his freshman year. You know? Wow. So you talk about, about what talk about two kids that want to transfer and watch it and then getting pretty what much about to the see fo- their, what about the football player former teams win at Lincoln that decided not to play that I think played last year. Tate McKenzie. They didn't really have right. a post presence. Right. But Tate McKenzie, six seven, three hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah. Imagine if he was. It would have been a. He was in, he was in the stands. Di- it would have been a different style. <laughs> unless they got another. But six, he would have definitely had a post pounder. presence. Yeah. Unless they yeah. got another six seven, three hundred yeah. pounder in yeah. FC yeah. Lincoln. They might not have been able to play, know, yeah, able to play as game. fast. Yeah. But well, in Division three, we were all shocked when Beecher went down. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Right. Uh, what do they bring back? Jalen Terry and Ernest Sanders. Yeah, and as as well as Minifield. They've got Carmelo Harris. Minifield's back. Yes, Cam Middlefield. Yeah, he'll be back, and then uh, um, I believe Carmelo Harris, uh, who is uh, another standout freshman, who I'm sure we'll be talking about in the future. I know Imani Bates and Ty Rogers, Mister Basketball and, next year. Yeah, Hannah, Jalen Terry, yeah. Scooby Johnson, Lauren Bowman. Those yeah. are the three probably yeah. front runners right now. Taste Tyson Acuff from Cass. Yep, I can, yep. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. that not such. A, that's a that's a pretty strong group right there. Yeah, yeah it's a real excited. strong group. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then you look at even I'll say you know it, and, even and, looking down the future, you know when we're, when we're in you know Division three for next year, it's hard to say that Iron Mountain right. isn't just going to be like. Man, I'll tell you this. Talk about chip chip on your shoulder. Whoever they're playing, they're going to say they will never let the referees ever put it, you know, by chance or something. They're going to go buy their first house and stuff like that. They're going to be at like 15 grand cash and like another 10 grand cash (laughs) saved up under the bed just in case something goes wrong. Right. You know? But But they're going to have the other fans rooting for them because everybody feels, everyone's in their corner. So it couldn't be a better scenario as that plays out. And, and they're going to be the, the the darlings, you know, of, of the tournament. And they should sure. be. Yeah, exactly. And they do things uh, the right way there. And I, I love what I saw from Bucky Johnson on the sidelines. I love what I saw from. This is my first time really getting a look at these. Yeah, yeah. This team in yeah. the in the in the uh, playoffs or in the in the in the final four. Uh, 
Foster Day as advertised. Sorry, Foster Day. Wonders. Foster yeah. Wonders. Yeah. I'm confusing it with Parker Day. Yeah. Foster Wonders as advertised. Everything you want in a, in a wing. And then Marcus Johnson, uh, just you know the the the, the consummate point guard, uh, the type of kid that can score. He can distribute. He can run a team. And uh, you know is a kid that uh, you know can beat you from from deep. He had a, a hit hit a step back three pointer to beat the buzzer at the end of the third quarter in the state finals. And just uh, really really a special player. Uh, Detroit Pershing and Detroit Edison both had uh, good seasons, and yeah, obviously well, Edison had a great run. Yeah. Uh, do we do we expect uh, the PSL to make some noise? I, in I think three? I think the Twig Hill is going to be pretty happy. I, I know that he's very happy with all the freshmen um, what, and what they what they did um, this year. Oh, I don't really don't think that Pershing basketball is going to go along. I think they could easily make a run uh, for for next year. You know, and, and talking with uh, you know Theron Young or Theron Hill. Yeah. Uh, the starting freshman point guard for them, uh, you know he's. They call him Swally. Swally. Yeah. Swally Hill. Yeah. Yes, but you know he's one first of those team guys all PSL as a freshman. He's, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna be working impressive. hard in the gym, you know. And he was like, you know, pretty much, am I gonna play AAU? I, you know, eight. I'm I'm still thinking about winning championships, and maybe that's the philosophy that a lot of kids need to have, yeah. you know, as far as like, hey, you can go out there and you can score a whole bunch of points. You want to be Tony Campbell? You want to be you want to be uh, uh, Tracy McGrady? Or do you want to go out there and be a winner and really be a Robert, be a Robert Ory? Back in the morning. Yeah, shoot, big shot Bob. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but uh, it is what it is, and there's more more than one way to skin a cat, and I'm sure that we'll see quite a few of those guys return in the yeah, and obviously the, 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 the state champs are Puyama Westphalia. I'm sure they yep. want nothing more now than to prove – Hey, regardless of what you think yep. happened at the end of the game, we're ready to come back and win right. another title. And Bears comes back next year, so that, you know that that'll be solid. I'm he was a beast. Bears yeah. was a yeah, beast yeah. in I'm, that you know state final. I'll say this: he wow, took the he was toughest all over defender. The floor. He took the toughest defender on, on in each game. Talk about a yeah. sir you know, grind a lot. When I got there and got and got some, buckets. he was he was you know clearing the glass. He was running the floor. He's hitting threes. He's yep. getting offensive rebounds. Yeah. Just just yeah. a workhorse, a grit and grind guy who and, helps you win. And I know a couple of the teams we like this year: Hanover, Horton. Yep, I think that they will be back. I, Hey, even Erie Mason, uh, yeah. Liddell was got nice. Joey Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even That's mentioned him. The best I, I nickname yeah. in the state, and I wasn't even aware of it until last week. Yeah, right, yeah. And it, what his and, and, their yeah. coach was telling me that he grew, Erie Mason's coach was telling me that his older brother. Joey's real name's Joey Lytle, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His older brother's three-point record was broke by Brad Redford. So somebody's oh, yeah. out for blood. From Frank <laughs> and he also right. said that Lytle is uh, his older brother, same height. As a junior, grew four or five inches between junior and senior year. So, in saying that, man, I hey, he's a kid that you're talking about walking around with a little swag. He kind of felt he's been a little, you know, jitty, you know, in the, to start the game. But once he started getting in his groove, it's like, hey, does he usually pull up from 25 feet? And you go look at those videos and stuff like that. It'd be like, yeah, 30, 35 feet. So, wow. Hey, but it's yeah. great. It's great yeah. for downriver basketball. Yeah, yeah. And, and Maple City Glen Lake was another team that we liked. I expected Glen Lake can, to be in the yeah. final four this sure year. But they still got uh, Reese Hamilton coming back. Okay. Yep. Graduate Xander, Okerlund. Okerlund leaves. Yep. Uh, Drew yep. Peterson leaves to go play football. Yep. Uh, but, but, uh, Reese is is a playmaker and the type of team you can you can build around. His parents won't have to worry about college tuition. Yeah, Division four is always one as we wrap up here. Uh, tough to call. You know, we didn't even have Frankfurt ranked in the top ten. Yeah, at the end of the season, yet you know uh, it, it, but, they made a special run. Right, but right. but in the end, uh, you know, Southfield Christian is not going anywhere. And, we, and they came out and we played with a purpose. You know, they 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 just in, like we talked about in in the in the video yeah. segment of Hang Time. Yeah. You know, they came out with a purpose. They came out there like it was business. Yes. You know, they were they weren't 
It wasn't like one of those things. They all show up to work late, right? And then I, I'll do like my work. I'll get caught up here. Then I'm going to take a long yeah, lunch, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that. They last bring their thing lunch pails. Yeah. Yeah. They commit to yeah. a, a common goal. Yeah, and it's all in. Yeah, and, and it's, it's great I, I defense. Talked to Coach Baker. Um, so the the state finals were on. Saturday, I talked yep. to Coach Baker Monday, yeah. and he's like, I've already had a half a dozen players from my team call me and talk to me about getting in the gym at 645. So, I mean, that's right. that's the yeah. type that's of hang mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, enjoy it. Talk Sorry, to me but... in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What's the first week of the Tigers? It just shows you, though, <laughs> yeah, what level of commitment yeah. these kids have to, to sustaining that dynasty and, and how much it means, how they cherish what Southfield ba- Southfield Christian yeah. basketball has become, right? And maintaining those expectations, yeah, they just they just want to be a, a just a juggernaut. Forever. And Bubba and Bubba is like I, I said it on the on the video portion of this. You know, Bubba is is representative of that whole team. You know, yep. guys that need to step up, guys that you know go from freshman role players to sophomore, you know, semi stars to junior stars to senior superstars, and and, and, and in terms of uh, being a leader, it's the same way. You know, you, you kind of learn from the upperclassmen, and then by the time you're a junior or senior, you, you're the one that's that's you know uh, 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 carrying the torch for that program. And, and Bubba, you know, as a kid, I don't think he said a word last year. And then this year, you see him on the floor. He's gathering his team. He's directing traffic. He's in practice, making sure everyone's you know uh, on their p's and q's. And, and then he's not just doing it vocally. He's going out and, and setting an example with yeah. with the, the, the style of, of play. And he, he's a junkyard dog out there. Yeah. Yeah. He's groomed for yeah. it. Yeah. I'm looking at your, your final rankings in, in Division Four. You had Brimley one, you know, Howardsville Christian, Pittsburgh, Bellevue, Tri Unity, of course, Pelston, Athens, Lenaway Christian, Camden Frontier, any of those And none of those made it into the, the Breslin. No, none yeah, of them I, I, Southfield Christian was the only team that wanted to make it into the Breslin. Except for Wyoming Tri Unity. Yeah, Tri Unity. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. But yeah, so you're okay there. But uh any, th- ten, so any thoughts on, you know, any of these teams? Uh, that, uh, that no, like. Bellevue, uh, their coaches, the coach's son returns. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, and just being a, a strong scorer, I know that when I did talk to their athletic director, he felt like his better basketball players were in the weren't were still going to be on the team next okay. year. You know, they were gra- they were graduating some seniors who you know had some grit. And hey, there's a role for everybody. I'm sure that there might, hopefully there's somebody in the school that says, now it's my turn. I want to be the, the, the grit guy, the grit and grime guy, the, the glue guy. And, uh, you know, if, if that winds up happening, then, then that's beautiful. At the same time, I'm, I'm thinking like looking into next year, uh, I mean, it's, I think the, the, the Southfield Christian uh, tradition yeah. continues. Right. And to establish, keep keep establish, establishing. It hurts me to say. Well, you the know, greatest team ever on twelve mile. Yeah, and, and the greatest thing basketball of, team ever on twelve the, mile. The great thing about sm- small school basketball is, you know, uh, you have the like the kid Howardsville Christian. Yeah. You know who set the uh, scoring record. Uh, single season single scoring. Se- single yep. season. Single season. If the uh, team scoring. would have gone to the finals, he would have yeah. had a chance of breaking uh, Jay Smith's. Uh, all-time record. I believe he was 80 points within 80 points, but they yeah, lost yeah. in the regionals. Yep. Yeah. Talking about another milestone, yeah. uh, Imani Bates went over 700 points for the season. Um, and I think Foster Wonders went over the 1,000 part, th- thousand points. As a sophomore. As a, as a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hey, hey, to me, it's there, usually a career to me, there's yes, so many fine linings. I mean, it, in, you know, in, if I could just wrap up what yeah, I'm Yeah, wrap say. it up, yeah. With When you get to see kids from all over parts of this state, you know, I think it was great to see Iron Mountains foster foster wonders. You know, as a guy who 
has kind of been more folklore. You know, you know, yeah. who, when you don't see he? him. Oh, you know, yeah. There's a mystique about him because he's all the way up in the in the UP. Hey, man, this kid is for real. Monty Bates goes out there. Hey, man, this kid is for real. Yeah. You know, and you go out there and you, and and it's great. And you think of the platform that, yeah. you know, that the finals and the state finals give for all these kids and, it, and it, the opportunity for fans to really go out there and say, wow, man, this is why I yeah. love this is why the, I You pass the baton. You're not going to get something better for five bucks. No. Nope. You know, it's not going to be the movies. Hulu yeah. calls you seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah, whatever, right. yeah, you know, exactly. what I'm just saying. You Seems know. like it keeps being and you, raised and you, every pa- you pass yeah. the baton. TJ and I were sitting yeah. there watching the, the Iron Mountain game, and we looked over to our right, and who's watching Foster Wonders put on a show? Yep. Well, the last great UP uh, uh, workout, Workhorse Wonder and Jason Whitens, who won a state championship as a senior. He's at Western right now, yep. and uh, he was in the front row. Uh, cheering on his, his UP brethren and uh, West UP. Cage, that's what he said. Cage phenom. And I was like, dang man, I didn't know that there was East Side and a West Side. <laughs> right. You know, oh, but yeah. yeah, no, but it was. But that was cool it, to it, see. It's separated and it's not by like the Taco the, Bell or whatever. You know? And that that was really cool to see. It yeah. wasn't like you know yeah. a Southfield Christian player coming back yeah. to watch a Southfield Christian yeah. player. This was just someone that was repping the UP and and a former UP legend wanting to come back and lend his support. Yep. Yeah, that's great, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's been great. All season long, thank you so much for your thank contributions. You. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed uh, TJ and Scott. Their inside, of course, you know you still continue to read Scott at StateChampsNetwork.com. TJ, it's AAU season right yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, we, I mean, recruiting season, we're, we're, it's so, recruiting busy. season. So it's super busy. It never ends. Yes. It never ends. And uh, before you know, it, we'll be right back here talking about. Uh, the 2019-2020 season. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be as exciting as ever. And, uh, again, you know, state champs will be all over. So, once again, thanks so much uh, for watching Hang Time. We are not done with this program. We have got Matt Mowry coming up because we are not done with girls basketball yet. We are just Another getting week. set for the Final Four, and we're going to talk about it, and that is next. All right, welcome back. This is the final episode of State Champs Hang Time Michigan. However... The girls' basketball finals have yet to be played, so we might just have to throw in an overtime, a little bonus edition where I can just get Matt Mowry together and we talk about it. One thing for sure I can tell you if you're fans of girls' basketball is that next week we will have a digital championship show that uh, you'll be able to find on our website and uh, on Facebook, on our YouTube channel, on Twitter. And I'm going to have Matt join me, and we'll do a little bit of analysis between the games and kind of wrap up what the state finals uh, look like. But this is our opportunity to talk about the road to the state finals, to Van Nord Arena, as it were. Uh, so uh, Matt Mowry is here, and welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. I know Glad that. I know that uh, this has been, like, talk about a grind, right? These teams <laughs> have been on a grind. Matt Mowry's yeah. been on a grind uh, all over the place. Uh, we record this on Wednesday, um, uh, March 20th, and uh, hopefully we got it out on March 20th if I did my job. Uh, but, uh, of course, you know, all the quarters uh, taking place uh, the night before. And uh, we, had some, we had some exciting competition, some exciting yeah. stuff uh, that happened. Uh, I think – and maybe you can summarize it uh, best for me. I, I feel like when we're talking at least in Division One, uh, outside of Muskegon winning right there at the end, I think we pretty much have the Final Four we expected to see. Yeah, I think so. And and with, with DeWitt, it was kind of a toss-up between those two. I think I yeah. had Muskegon as a sleeper just because they'd played a very tough schedule, and obviously they have you know a Miss Basketball finalist in Eliza Winston. So it's a quality team, but it was one of those when you're going through the picks, you got to kind of you know do that coin flip yeah. proverbially, 
proverbially. Yeah, and, to, to and, and that game could have gone either yeah, way. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I think with DeWitt, too, uh, they're probably going to look back and know that all of their postseason injuries probably contributed to. Yeah. I mean, they had a great run as it was, yeah. even with those injuries. Yeah. But uh, that was a that was a title contender, too. So, yeah, I think when you look at it, you've got um, – you got several Miss Basketball Canada. Three of the four are yeah. still alive. Yeah. Um, two of them in, in Division One. Yep. With uh, Mo Joyner and Heritage really taking care of business against Heartland. Sure uh, did. And and I, I thought that would be closer with with Whitney Solon back. They didn't have so did the I. first time they played. So did I. Um, but that's that's a that's a Heartland team that, that obviously is very young and yep. it's going to be back next year. They'll learn from it. Um, and and it's a very veteran. Heritage, Heritage team, that's, absolutely that's still on a very mission. Motivated, yes, no question. And the main event on state champs uh, this weekend is going to be the state semifinal between Saginaw Heritage and Wayne Memorial that take place takes place uh, at noon on Friday. And I tell you, if you're a basketball fan and you can, are in the area and you can come yeah. check it out, it's going to be the best bargain all weekend. Uh, just because, uh, granted, the state final is going to be epic. Uh, I, because Southfield A&T feels this is their season, uh, but this f- first one uh, is really going to uh, uh, is really what we were all hoping we would see. Uh, oh, at the end, Saginaw Heritage and Wayne Memorial is going to be a great matchup. It's going to be a great matchup, and it's it's two teams that that obviously were there last year, so they've got kind of the experience on that big stage. No one's going to be over odd. No one's going to be, you know, feeling like they're out of place or anything like that. So it's just going to be the actual game. Yeah, that's going to be a war. Um, I think what you saw kind of in the quarterfinal round too is if you look at a lot of the scores, there were not. Not maybe as many competitive games as you thought, and it was yeah. really the separation between the true contenders yep. and the teams that had very, very good seasons and, and were, were yeah, <laughs> they were ranked teams and they yeah. deserve to be ranked. Yep. But but there's a separation it, between those yep. and, and the true contenders. Yeah. Um. And and you saw that in some of the other quarterfinal scores. Yep. There were there were some very close ones. I was at a close one in D two. Yeah. Uh, last night uh, when when Hazlitt held off Chelsea. Yeah. Um. But. But other than that, you look down the list, and there were a yeah. lot of them where, you know, great teams with 20, 22 wins that, yeah. that you know, got beaten by 20-odd yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, all right, well, let's go to D2, and uh, let's talk about that game between Hazlitt and Chelsea. These were, you know, a couple of teams that uh, I think were excited to be there. And, Absolutely. And it sounds like a, they delivered a, a great matchup. We'll have highlights of that on State Champs, too. Yeah, well— and, and uh, as I as I just did on Twitter, uh, I thank the uh, Fowlerville staff for hooking us up with the Wi-Fi code for the school because we we're dealing with the Great Livingston County Verizon outage, and right, so right. I would not have been able to tweet from the game yes. otherwise. So, um, but you. yes, Hazlitt's a team that's been there before, but in the la- since they were there in 2015 in in the semi or in the finals, uh, they finished runner-up in 2015 to Country Day. Um, they'd gone out in the first or second round of districts each of the last three seasons. One of the years they bumped up to A yeah. and they lost to East Lansing and the next right. year they lost in the D, uh, in the division, or excuse me, the district semifinals to Williamston. So it's kind of a team that, yeah, the program's been there, this team hasn't been right. there. So right. um, they're, they're kind of, they were, they were loving being there. And especially where you look at, if you look at where they came from because they came into the postseason 13 and six. Yeah. So it was not a team that anybody necessarily expected. So they've kind of been running on that underdog um 
kind of status throughout the playoffs. It's a vastly – I saw him very early in the season in December at the uh, Okemos uh, start to March tournament. Right. Now we're now that we're in March, yeah, yeah. it's a vastly different team because obviously when I saw them, they still did not have Amania Baker, their six foot three center, who has had two ACL surgeries in her high school career. She she tore her right ACL in eighth grade, had that repaired, came back, had a great freshman year, great sophomore year, then tore her left ACL. And there was a point in the fourth quarter yesterday where she got twisted up a little bit and came down and banged right on her kneecap, and she she heard a pop. And yeah. it's just one of those where you feel for a kid like that who's been through those, you know, slogs through rehabs, just go, you just, you're thinking in the back of your mind, oh, not again for that kid. But it, it turned out fine. She came back by the end of the game, but that fourth quarter was really a Klingon by your fingernails. They okay. built a 13-point uh, a lead early in the fourth quarter, and then Chelsea extended their defense, put a little pressure on, and <clears throat> Aslett didn't want to go into a stall. They did not want to make it close. They did not want to come down to free throws. kind of ended up happening that way just because they were searching for good shots, and Chelsea had you know really ramped up the defensive pressure. So it came down to it was a two-point game with about a minute left. Uh, Chelsea had a, a steal and a run out and an opportunity at a, at a layup for to tie the game, yeah. and I believe there was a travel call. Yeah, so that, yeah. that opportunity got wiped off, and then you know they exchanged free throws a little bit. Um, so it ended up being a, a four-point game. They get a layup with six seconds left and then foul immediately. Yep. Um, and they get a chance. They got the ball with 5.5 with seconds left, but uh, they did not uh, get a shot off. So Chelsea uh, gave, it a, gave it a run, gave it a run in the fourth quarter, but, but yeah. Hazlitt held on by their fingernails and yeah. is now going back. And that's a team that's, put through, that's been through the ringer. And not only was it Amania Baker who was injured, but uh, one of their sophomores uh, spent – 11 games, I think, on the bench with, with a head injury. And their coach, Ross Baker, was diagnosed with cancer in, in January. Mm -hmm. So uh, he, he has just now come back to the team and, and is kind of guiding them through this playoff run. Right. And and so this is a team that's kind of been through, you know, been there, done that, and, and has kind of really bonded together in the postseason yeah. and has gotten some satisfaction with getting a little bit of a revenge tour going. You know, they beat yeah. a Williamstein team that had beaten them in the regular season twice, and they beat Jackson Northwest in the, mm -hmm. in the region finals obviously they're going up against edison yeah. in in the semifinals. so that's it they're say, the ultimate underdog yeah, at this good point, on but, hazlitt they've got this far yeah, it's been a great run yeah. but uh now it's detroit yeah, edison yeah. uh rakia jackson's name missed basketball just a couple of days ago yep. uh they beat goodrich by 40 yeah. and um i mean i just I don't see anybody stopping them. Yeah, I just and don't see just, anybody stopping yeah. them. I mean, I, on the other side of the bracket, because we can talk about Edison sure. all day. We know it's going to roll. Absolutely. Uh, Freeland get, gets a good win over Cadillac. We've been mm -hmm. hyping up Freeland yep. uh, and what they've been able to do. Hamilton with a convincing victory over South Christian, 63-34. Yep, and, um, and that's a Hamilton team that's, that's still unbeaten, and yep. they have been just cruising along all season long. Um, and probably a little bit under the radar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, Freeland's 23-2 that, and two yep, coming and in that, that one. That Freeland matchup, uh, Freeland's only losses are to uh, Division One Heritage and Division One Midland Dow. And I believe they were the first two games of the season, maybe the first three. So they started either 0-2 or 1-3. and but have have just ripped off you know a run. This is a group at, at Freeland who's you know that's that's a program that's built quite a tradition over the last decade or so. I was joking with the coach that I saw them way back in uh, 1997 uh, when when the Class C title had kind of run through the entirety of the 
the uh, first team All Staters in right. that season, and that was that was an underdog team. But since then, this is really a Freeland program that has been kind of one of the models of consistency in kind of that Mid Michigan, Saginaw Bay City, Midland area. Um, and it's a team that these kids have been together. I mean, they've they've put on postseason runs. So Hamilton, you know, is a little more the the newbie in that respect, where they've they've had great records over the last couple of years, but they haven't really made the deep deep run yeah. into the playoffs that Freeland has. And that experience is so you can't you can't pay for that experience that a team like Freeland has that they've been there you time like and time and time again. I do. But I think it's going to be really close, and it's obviously it's one of those that could be a coin flip. Yeah. But I I just think that experience of Freeland right. pays off we'll, in the end. We'll get on. And then they get to play Edison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and That's, you we I didn't ask you uh, the uh, the Wayne Saginaw Heritage game. That's uh, the one thing that Wayne has that Heritage does not is depth. They have right. more people they can bring off the bench, and they like to mm-hmm. speed you up, and they like to get you playing their pace. Um. But that heritage defense is just yeah when they stifling. when they yeah it is and the, the couple of times that we've seen that heritage defense give up some points it's been kind of eye opening yeah. this year because that was really their calling card right. throughout the playoffs last year and some of that has to do with depth too when you lose you know when when you when, when you have you know you miss basketball candidates sat out for a couple of games right. with with an with a bum ankle and yeah. no joiner you know when you don't have her because uh, she's really the spearhead of that defense. Um, Yes. Or or when you get somebody in foul trouble in a given game and you're bringing kids off the bench to kind of fill in, then there's a natural drop-off there, which that, that depth really, like I said, is not quite there like it was last year for them. But, yeah, that's going to be – it, it'll be interesting to see who imposes the pace right. on the other team. Okay. If Heritage can get it being kind of a methodical half-court, yeah. that's advantage they Heritage. Like if – Wayne could get them out and running and get it, yeah, run and gun and up and down the floor where they can really, you know, shuttle in and out. They're five in, five out sometimes. Um, To be about fitness at that point, yeah, yeah, and depth. Yeah, it's and and that that depth will be key. I think I think then that's probably advantage Wayne, but that could be that's that's another one that that you comes right down to the end. I would think. Would you like to see Detroit Edison go to one next year? That'd be interesting. Uh, That certainly would be fun to watch because. Really, as we've talked about before, they have not—they've uh, not been challenged right. in the playoffs. I mean, uh, and Chandler still Park, be great. Yeah, absolutely, with all the absolutely, they're going to be great. I mean, Gabby Elliott's going to be a Miss Basketball yeah, finalist. Yep. Well, they'll probably have a Miss Basketball finalist the right. next three years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just—it's it's one stacked. of those pro- those programs that has been become self-sustaining, yes. and all of those kids are just. Uber and more talented. are going to keep yeah. coming in. More yep, are just absolutely. Keep so in. yeah, that would be that would be fun to see yeah. just from a new challenge perspective, and also be fun, you know, because again, when we talked about it before about it, it was nothing of their fault, and it was not that they planned badly because they have no idea that a country day is going to have you know a down season for them, and they didn't know who was going to be up and who was going to be down. Because even when I was doing the math in the off season to try to see what differences the divisions would make. There were a couple that, you know, changed based on the new um, population 
stats that from the MHSA. So you never know who's going to be in a division, who's going to pop up, who's going to drop down in a given year. And you could have one of those contenders be right on the borderline, and all of a sudden a division looks totally different if somebody pops up and down just based on, you know, attendance. So, but, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be yeah. a lot of fun to see, you know, a, a Heartland-Edison uh, game or, a, you know, really a Brighton or, yeah, yeah A&T is going to be good again yeah. next year. Yeah, and then yeah, and then and Wayne's still going to be there. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you could develop a really good rivalry with Wayne. There's no Absolutely. question about it. So. Absolutely. Uh, over to uh, Division Three, and uh, we've got some familiar faces in Ypsilanti Arbor Prep uh, back in this Final yep. Four, and of course, uh, Piwamo Westphalia is right there, just like their uh, their brothers, right? You know, right. boys who uh, are now state champs. Say what you want, they're state champs. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's they where they still it is. have the trophy. That's yeah. right. There's no question about it. And uh, and the other side, Flint Hamity had an impressive win over Royal Oak Shrine, uh, took care of business, uh-huh. and uh, and Lake City getting into the final four. Lake City is one of those teams that that probably has been underrepresented and under talked about throughout the season, but that's a very good team, twenty one team. Um, Where it, is Lake City? It is. I do uh, not even know. It is up in I'm the northwest quadrant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that sounds like where Lake City would be. Yeah, yeah. That's be. yeah. If we yeah. had to diagram it out, that was where I would put it. Yep, and that was a Westwood team too. That that was very good. And one yeah, of the, one of the class teams of the UP this year. Um, obviously, Saint Agnes is is probably the yes. the crown jewel of yes. that. But yes. um, Westwood, very good season. Um, but the, I think really we're probably looking at a, a Puama Westphalia. And whoever they face is, it's just going to be. Yeah. I think this is really PW's year. And, yeah. and even when we were joking about it a little bit with with Steve Eklund, they were they were they were probably the happiest team to see Edison move up, yeah. just because they'd run into that buzzsaw yep. each of the last two years. Yep. And now they don't have to. You know, now they they kind of, you know, they have the opportunity to to face other teams and and really get through. It's an Arbor Prep team too that we kind of knew. Had the potential to be here. It just needed to get a lot of moving parts, you know, and kind of fit in in together because that was a very young team at the start of the season. Really, they only had one of the veteran yeah. players back, Mari Petrie, who was the last of the Petrie sisters. Um, and yet and, here they are. Yeah, and and here they are. And it's and it's not unexpected. We yeah. certainly knew that, given the talent. And <laughs> He's he's so choked up talking about it. Given that, the talent that yeah. they've got, that they, you know, it's not certainly not surprising that they're back here, and, and you know, that, and that's another team that too. Those kids that maybe are playing on the floor this year weren't the ones who were on the floor last year, but they've still been there before. Yep. There are a lot of them who are on the bench, or you know, who maybe came in for a minute or two here or there, you know. And obviously, when you have one of the super freshmen um, in my pedicle yep. in in. You know, she's, I believe, averaging almost 20 points a game. So that certainly does not hurt. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's one of those where that, that team is not surprising, certainly, that they were here, just given the fact that, you know, they've got that boatload of experience, both from, you know, a program standpoint, a coaching staff standpoint, and, you know, those players are, are high-level players, even if they're newer than the ones who were there last year in the last couple of years. No doubt about it. And you kind of already alluded to it and, uh, you know, the 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 power that is St. Ignis yeah. and what they've, you know, really been able to do over up there is, uh, is super impressive. I mean, they put up 76 points uh, and held uh, Baraga to 45. Um, they're just, you know, on a mission. They're rolling. Um, 
you know, on they'll be taking on a Kingston team who beat uh, Clarkson Everest Collegiate, mm-hmm. and I give mm-hmm. Everest Collegiate all the credit in the sure. world for uh, the run that they've made. But uh, and on and then we've got Fowler and a- Adrian Lenaway Christian, um, which I would say are both who mm-hmm. I expected. You know, looking at how things were matched up, uh, should be there. Um, we kind of figured it would be one of those CMAC teams because you, yeah. you, you, when you go through a season where you've got to play PW twice, yep. you've got to play Langsburg twice, you've got to yep. play those, you know, those D three teams mm-hmm. in the CMAC, even if they're, you know, some of the middle of the pack. Yeah, it gets you better. Yeah, and. You know, I kind of thought it might be Portland St. Pat's that 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 got through this far, but right. but Fowler has, and th- those are teams that go through the wars in the middle of the season that get beat up a little bit by those upper division, right? You know, or those yeah, those Fowler's higher division seven losses. Yeah, 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 and probably two of them are to PW, and right. probably two of them exactly. are to Langsburg. If yeah. I look, yeah, all yeah, up. yeah all exactly. Up. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a quality team. Gaylord St. Mary, I knew we we knew that they would probably make a run to a certain point. That was a team that still had lost its best players right. from last year, and they've been a perennial power who've kind of gotten right about to this point every season over the last. You know, we were talking a couple weeks ago yeah. about the ones that are kind of the the typical every years. You know, the Waterford Our Lady of the Lakes, yep. the Mount Pleasant Sacred Hearts, the Gaylord St. Marys. You know, fits in D four in that yeah. that conversation because usually when you get down down to this last week or two, you've got those same names. You know, you, you sprinkle in some other ones here and there that kind of come and go. Yeah. And, and Portland St. Pat for a long time was in that conversation that was always here at this yeah. this point of the season. Adrian Lenaway Christian, no surprise that they're here. Yes, I mean, exactly. they're the defending champs, and yep. they've got – they returned – everybody from that team last year. And then that's another one with, with Kingston. I don't think there was any surprise because when they lost, I believe, to Lakes last year, they were bringing everyone back, yeah. everyone. So you kind of knew that the challenge this season was to make sure that you just kind of maintained everything, stay healthy, you know, run through your league, do all of the things that you need to do to get here. And then once you get here, then 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 is your chance to take that next step to the next level. Yeah. Um, are we going to see St. Ignace and Lenaway Christian? I think so. I think that's probably how we end up is because uh, it's going to be St. Ignace is going to fake Kingston and and yeah. that that'll be a good matchup. Yeah. It'll probably be the better of the two matchups in the semifinals. Right, right. In, in terms of competitiveness yeah. because I think uh, as good as Fowler has done, you know, in getting here and and as good as they are, they're probably not going to match up well with Lenaway Christian and so it's probably going yeah. to be a St. Ignace Lenaway Christian final. What do you what do you think of that? Good gosh, I think I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Um, we were, I was kind of joking with with John Kidd when he was at the boys finals with mm-hmm. us because he went over and was talking to uh, Doreen Ingalls, uh, the the coach at yep. Saint Agnes, and she said she wasn't gonna make the uh, Miss Basketball announcement because she had to be coaching. And, yeah. and in the back of my mind, I was like. Maybe they could just win on autopilot if she wasn't there. I mean, obviously she's yeah. a, she's a no, great coach. She yeah, and yeah. she and Doug are great great people. Yeah. Uh, her husband, who's her assistant coach, right. they've been there forever. And what they've done with that program is just astounding. When you look at the success over the years, yeah. but but you kind of get that feeling that sometimes that program almost could run on autopilot, you know, and just continue to do the same things mm-hmm. because that's that Saint Ignace program has become a machine over the yeah. years. Um, but yeah, that's going to be an incredible game. It's uh, with the Salenbine sisters at Lenaway Christian, as I've said before, they're they're going to be good as long as those two are there. Um, 
and, and Bree is probably for a D4 player, she's probably still one of the top 20 players or so as a sophomore uh, in the state of Michigan just because she's, you know, a six footer who can do everything. You know, she can handle the ball, she can shoot the ball, she can post up, and, and especially when. In the summer league, she can compete against, you know, kids from D1 and D2 and D3 very easily. When you put her against strictly D4 competition where, mm-hmm. right. you know, if you have a six-footer, they're probably not as agile as she is or as quick as she is. So that's a – she's a matchup problem, yeah. you know, no matter what. But she's specifically a matchup problem in D4 where you don't necessarily have the bodies, you know, that, that you might at a higher level to throw yeah. at a player like that. You know, it's been four years since St. Ignace has won a title. It, it has, and yeah. it seems like a long time it, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh yep. had a couple there, and then uh, Lenoway Christian last year. Lenoway's, I'm sure, going to come and say, hey, we're the champ. Right, right. You know? Well, and uh, St. Ignace is also, they're they're one of those quintessential bubble teams mm-hmm. as far as division, so they every, they'll, they'll bump up to Class C every right. once in a while. So they were in C for at least the last couple of years, I think, and they made runs, but not, not quite as deep yeah, as exactly. they had been. And yeah. Um, so now they're back down in the lowest division now yeah. being D4 rather than Class D. But, yeah, they've always yeah. kind of bumped up and down. And yeah, it's, won the title in 13 and yep. 15 in DEM. Might have jumped around, and now they're yep. uh, they're uh, ready to go. So um should be interesting. You you calling it uh, St. Ignace? I mean, if you had to pick it right now? If I had to pick right now, yeah. Yeah. Probably a close just game. Because, yeah, absolutely. It's, we're not going to see a blowout no, like we've been seeing. No. This, this game's going to go down to the wire. And I, and I think it's going to be another one of those if they can impose the pace, yeah. if they could, because they like that frenetic right. up and down style. So it's the style, yeah. right? Style's going to determine the champion, right? And and it'll just be how how well Lineway Christian can handle that pressure, can handle that up and down game because they can play it certainly, but it's just. 40 minutes of that is, yeah. you know, is different than playing it for a couple of minutes and right. doing it in spurts. So, right. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it'll be interesting, certainly. Right. But, yeah, I think probably St. Ignace is, yeah. is your So, we're, th- we're thinking Southfield in one will I think be so. champs, yep. Edison two, Pewamo three. Yep. And we're looking at probably St. Ignace. I would say St. Ignace. Most would... competitive game might be the four or, or the winner of the, the Southfield, um, uh, you know the Wayne Saginaw Heritage game. D one's going to be competitive yeah. all the way through. I think all, both of the semis will be very competitive, yeah. and the title game will be competitive. Yeah. And, and I think any permutation that you wins throw up that there, semifinal game between Saginaw Heritage and Wayne are going to be just on fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're going to be ready to take on all comers. Right, right. And I think no matter the permutation you throw up there, because yeah. I can, th- I, I could see you know it being a. Heritage Muskegon, and that would be a close game. I could see it being uh, Wayne Muskegon or Wayne, you know, A&T. Yeah. I, I don't think anything would surprise – I don't think any of those different combinations would be as surprising as they might be in the other divisions where there are certainly teams that you would go, really, they got that? Right, right, right. Um, so I, I think that's probably the most competitive top-to-bottom division. But, yeah, that and, that and, and, the, and the, the championship game yeah. in four. I think, yes, there are – clear-cut favorites in the other two divisions that that probably, I mean, obviously with Edison. Yeah. It's going to be hard to find a formula to beat them. Yeah. And and then with PW, yeah. I think PW, you know, Arbor Prep could get there. I, it's it's one where, you know, that, that uh, 
Let's see. Uh, yeah, Arbor Prep could give them a run in the semis, and then Hamity. I think Hamity probably beats Lake City in the other semi, and, and Hamity could give PW a run too. That's yeah. a that's a Hamity team that had to put. You know, they were in the league with uh, both Goodrich and Corona that that had very good seasons, and they were the smallest of those three contenders yeah. in that. Um, that's that's a very very good team in Hamity, but I think really probably it's Palamo. All right, so Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Yeah. at Calvin College is where you can catch the finals. And uh, I think if you uh, are a basketball fan, you, you, you've got one more weekend and you can soak it all in and uh, head out there and uh, join state champs and uh, enjoy the competition. It's going to be fun. Uh, again, we're going to be out there on Friday, too, because, again, our main event this week on the show will be I don't know why I'm looking at the camera when we're doing audio. I'm just so used to doing that. Uh, is we are going to have the uh, Saginaw Heritage Wayne game. That is that will be here. And what we've got some quarters. We're going to have all the semifinals in Division Three and Four on mm-hmm. the show this week. Uh, so we're going to give them some love. Uh, and then next week we'll have a digital championship show where we go long form highlights, interviews uh, of all four Division uh, girls basketball championships. And then you know we'll talk about them. Yep, and I'll be there all weekend for all 12 games. Just like, oh, I'm really excited. Just knocking it out. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll also kind of uh, put together our our maybe awards for this season. We'll talk about some of the top players and teams and who we think really shined more than others. But intriguing matchups. Semifinals will be very intriguing, and the finals, uh, I think, are going to be extremely competitive and exciting, and that's all you can ask. We had that with the boys, and I think we're going to see it with the girls. Yeah, and there there were some with the boys where where again you kind of went, wow, I was not oh, expecting that. Yeah. And there were some finishes, obviously, that uh, were were thrilling in and of themselves. And yes. then obviously you you referenced obliquely the PW yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Iron Mountain finish that that yes. was still mind boggling. Yes. But yeah, it's hopefully we don't have one of those. And all of the finishes, if they're uh, yes. if they're exciting, are just ones that are are settled with shots and with plays on the floor. And because uh, we, we could all do without that controversy again. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we've got Dan Young coming up on the program next. We're going to uh, uh, do our final BCAM segment for this season. And uh, he's going to talk a little bit about his thoughts uh, on the playoffs, Mr. Miss Basketball. And uh, also just referencing the Division Three situation, how he would have handled it as a coach. So uh-huh. stick around for that. That is coming up. We've got one more segment. So stay with us. All right, guys, welcome back to our final segment here on State Champs Michigan High School Hang Time. And uh, Dan Young is here, the executive director for BCAM, the basketball cat. Co- I'm going to start over. <clears throat> I've been talking so much today, I did like five interviews, like you you know, have. 25 minutes each. And so, yeah. You're a little off. I got to get, my, get myself back, back online. Yeah. All right, here we go. Line. Take two. Yeah, take two. Here we go. All right, guys, welcome back to the final segment here on State Champs High School Hang Time, Michigan. Dan Young, the executive director for the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, joins us as he does. Actually, he didn't join us last week. We kind of did a, a couple things on Mr. Basketball, but uh, he's here. We love having him here. And, um, you know, hey, Dan, it's the end of the season, man. I'd like to thank uh, State Champs, Yellow yes, Flag Productions, you. all of your staff, uh, you guys are um, fun to be with every week or every, you know, we didn't get together this past week, yeah. but for but we didn't uh, see each other. for this season, it's been, it's been uh, a lot of fun. And I just want to thank you guys again. You do a great job. You celebrate not only basketball, but all sports, kids, coaches all over the state. And with the size of our state, 
that's uh, it's pretty amazing. So you guys are the best. Thanks again for having me. And Absolutely. representing BCAM is is a pleasure. Yeah, man, it's great. And I'll tell you, the uh, last time you and I got together was to hand out the Mr. Basketball Award, mm-hmm. uh, meaning before the last time a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously we've had some cr- crazy basketball that it, crazy that, that went happened. on last yeah. week. And, um, you know, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals, what were you able to take in and, and what is kind of your overall uh, summation from the boys' state finals? Yeah, if you saw some quarters, semis, finals, yeah. whatever you want to talk about. Um, there's been, you know, let's talk about Ipsy Lincoln first yeah. of all. They had uh, four or five straight close games down the stretch from the districts to the regionals. Both regional games were buzzer beaters. And then um, you talk about the state finals, another buzzer beater. So if you think about that, and I know they have one of the top players in the country who is just turning 15. I know. Amazing when you say that. Uh, their, uh, their supporting cast was really good, and they were predominantly seniors. And they made plays, and they played. I know What I noticed is they played very loose um, with, with not that expectation. So as years go on, that expectation will change, and they'll have to learn to – that it's tough to win it over and over, but it, it can definitely happen. Um, that I, that was the first thing. Obviously, the Iron Mountain game with Powama Westphalia, the state final, is just was hard. Um, you want to congratulate both of them. You sh- you wish both could win. They were both undefeated, uh, but the way it ended was very hard to uh, watch the kids and the coaches go through that. How would you have handled that as a coach? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I normally don't go back to the press conference, but I ran back to the press conference uh-huh. to just see what coach, how, how – I was just curious. Yeah. And his son was right next to him, and right. he wanted to go there. Yeah. And he 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 started to, and then you, you could feel him go, you know what, I'm just going to – and then he just stopped and said, I'll take the blame for – the fall at the end and 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 he was very he was hurting and it was right after I and know. you could hear a pin drop it was hard <laughs> yeah it was hard so yeah. he, he he took his humble pie he really did and then he afterwards i talked to him in the hallway and he goes he goes you've been here a long time right and i go yeah and he goes have you ever seen anything like this <laughs> yeah. and i just shook my head and i just said i'm sorry coach i don't know what to say yeah i don't know what to say yeah and so, um, I don't know. That was tough. Yeah. But, you know, Puam and Westphalia is a really good team, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so you don't want to. And it's too bad because it was a great game. It was an amazing game. And uh, you don't want to take anything away from them because they, yeah. they, they, but it, that was a tough situation yeah, yeah. for those Iron Mountain kids. And you may never get back again. Uh, Steve Hall from Cass Tech called me and we were talking about it. And he told me a story when he was at. Uh, a D four school that beat Bel. Uh, what was it? Rogers. Yeah, Rogers. Academy. He beat Bel Air, yeah. and they beat him two years in a row. Yeah. And the first year they kind of stole it. Yeah. And he said he was up north in in the area. Went to the school in the summer and said, "Hey, where?" Bumped into a kid. Where does the, Where does the coach live? He went to the Bel Air coach's house, knocked on the door in the middle of the summer, and he said the guy's eyes popped out of his head. Oh, he, saw, he said, "Coach, I just wanted to tell you." You know, you probably deserved it, and I know your guys are all from this community. And I, and I thought that was a really cool thing, that 
the coach that coach would do that, and um, that's the fraternity that that you would hope that uh, B Cam would be about is that you know he's from Detroit, he's up north, and he visits the guy who he beat, and he felt like because the, all those kids were from Bel Air, yeah, that th- they really deserved it and not his his school, but. Um, well, me, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the Iron Mountain Puama Australia guy would have no, would no, have no. A, a sit down someday and at the clinic and and say, "Can you believe it?" Yeah, and, yeah. and you, I'm sure he feels for him as well. I, I know you want to win it. Well, yeah. yeah. What you were referring to is, I think it was either 2003 or it was 2004. And Steve Rogers is at Rogers Academy, and kind of similar. It goes all the way down to the end, and they've got a freshman named Eric Evans who. Uh, you know, and Steve up, Hall's team, Steve Hall's yeah. team. And what happens is I can't remember what the school the, was called. Do you remember what the school was yeah, called? Yeah, Rogers Academy. It was, yeah, Detroit, Detroit Rogers. Rogers Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He had it like going a, on. It's like a ROTC school. And it was a Division Division Four, four. or Class D yeah, at the class time. Class D, correct. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And so what happened was right there at the end, you know, Rogers were down a little bit. They were trying to scramble back. And um, if I remember correctly, because we had it on state champs, mm-hmm. is uh, the ball I believe was knocked out of bounds, and it pretty it looked pretty clear that it was off a Rogers kid, you know, and it was bang bang, but it looked pretty clear. And so what happens is there's literally two seconds left on the clock, and you know, left side of the basket. Um, what was the score? Do you remember? The uh, the uh, Rogers was down one. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it would have been yeah. Bel Air's ball with yes, two seconds exactly. left winning by Academic, one. Academic, yeah. And uh, literally goes in, you know, they, they they throw the ball in. And there wasn't a whole lot of times they had to get going. So throw the ball in. Uh, Eric Evans grabs it. Freshman takes one bounce, throws it up, and it goes in. No, no. And they win it, at the it, buzzer. It brings back yeah. the memory it, of. And then the following year they whooped them. You know, they were better. Yeah. But he said that first yeah. year. They ended up that like three, actually. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah. That, that one was the one where um, they talked about. And I guess they spent you know spent some time together. Right. And uh, yeah. the coach from Bel Air was there very. Were, there were some fouls called, and Rodgers had to go to the free throw line to make it even that close. And they did, and I think there was some sure. issue on the fouls. Sure. But, you know, hey. It's tough. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I just thought that was um, – that was – pretty cool to hear that story and you don't hear about those types of things that that the coach uh, goes out of his way to yeah. try to find him sit down and 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 hash it out and and tell him you know you were a great coach and you did a great job and it's so hard to win one it is especially yeah. for a single community yeah. school that might not have any advantages other than they just got a group that are special, yeah, and uh, so yeah, you feel for them. You yeah. feel for that. It's it was a that was a tough situation. Well, it's funny, um, you know, Frankfurt was a team that you know yeah. got handled, right. but but this was a team that won on the buzzer in district and in the quarterfinals. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, they won on the buzzer in the regional. They won in overtime in the district and in the quarterfinals, Cinderella. and won by one were, point. Yeah, they over were over Trinity Christian, yeah. who they we all had said they would not make it to the final, right? And you know? uh, to get to the final. Is uh, it's it's amazing for the, that community. Yeah, you know Tim Resnich is our uh, reaching higher chair for the girls, and his son was in the game. He was the big man? And, yeah, the big man. And um, I think his name is Jack. I think. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, did, how close did you ever get? 
as a coach. As a coach. Never got out of the regionals because, you know, it was Pershing at that point. Right. And uh, and when, I, when we were at Canton. And then um, when I was an assistant at Catholic Central, we lost to Detroit Redford and Manny Harris in a very good, great game. And then at John Glenn, we always lost to Romulus. <laughs> right, exactly. And those so, NATO's teams. And those teams were all going to the semis or to the championships games. So yeah, yeah. the Romulus game, the one year where we played, it was at Wayne. And it was tied after one, tied at half, tied after three, tied. And they have the ball as this clock's running down. And Wes Clark, if you remember oh, him. Oh, I do. It's kind of a runner. He ended and, up at Buffalo with NATO. Yeah, he started at Missouri. Yeah. And uh, – he shot a runner, and um, one of our guys went to block it and got a piece of it, and it still hit nothing but net at the horn. And we couldn't have played any better. Yeah, We played almost perfect other than free throws here and there. Yeah, But for that group, I think we won 18 games and that Romulus team. Then the following year, we look up, and it's – I go, we're only down seven to this – he had everybody back, and we lost some of our guys. And we were still in it. And I looked up and I go, we're only down seven with th three to go in the third. Yeah. And 90 seconds later, we're down 22. All right. It was like they shot out of a cannon. Yeah. That was yeah. EC Matthews yeah. oh, yeah. and Wes again. Yeah. And, yeah. They were loaded. And it was in their gym. Oh, yeah. They had the softest rims. Everything went yeah. in. Yeah, oh yeah. So every scout up on the on the bridge around it, check it out the yeah, kids, you know, there's yeah, lots of colleges. Yeah, in and there. Nate Oates and I are still uh still text and talk and yeah. uh he's obviously going on and is doing very well. So Yeah. I was surprised he signed an extension, but uh, you know, I mean I I'm glad for him if he's if he's comfortable and you know he's got a young kid and he likes it in Buffalo and he likes it there, then good, good for him. But I mean he probably could have had a lot of options. I think he could still have options if someone threw yeah. um, two or three million a year at him. Right. He would probably. I'm sure they 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 made his buyout bigger. Right. But they're trying to keep him. Yeah. Obviously, they're doing they're doing well. They're men and women actually. Men and women. Yeah. I, I saw the Buffalo women at Central Michigan this yeah. year. Yeah. And it was a really good game. They're tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, they're in the they're, they're in the, the big dance. Yep. 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 Sue Guevara. Matt, coach of the year. She's she's great at Central, and yeah. got so many great coaches. Yeah, Central I don't know if people, in the tournament too. Yeah, course. I don't know if people know that BCAM. We have college coaches as our members, right? I don't uh, think that, a lot of people do. That is not uh, the norm across the country. Most are high school, and most are right. high school associations. Right. Don't include. So why not? You've got some. We include, middle school as well. We we allow anyone who coaches uh, scholastically. Yeah. And. Um, I think it's a good thing. You get into it, and you're, you know, why why limit it to just the high school head coach? Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, quickly, we we obviously crowned our king and queen, uh, Romeo Weems of New Haven, Mr. Yeah. Basketball, and, of course, Rakia Jackson, uh, Miss Basketball. That was just a few days ago. Um, boy, a couple of – I mean, when you look at – you know them as a unit. Let's put them both. Let's oh. let's. I mean, these are these are these are. We talk about two uh, for both. And and in, in, in this year, wow. You want to talk about? They're both USA. Yeah. 
select players who are playing on the best teams at their age group for our country. And Romeo is at that level is a guy that when the USA, his USA select team won their, their, um, their worlds or yeah. He yeah, was in Argentina. A, he was a guy they say that did everything. Yeah. Defended, rebounded, scored the ball when he needed to. Right. His, rose to the occasion. rose to the occasion, and and is a guy they can't take off the floor. Is what I hear. Yeah. Obviously, in our state, he is. Um, it was neat getting to, for me, to give out the award and then go through all the, the media part and then the um, photography and things after for the event and for, the paper and for state champs. Yeah. It's fun to sit there and, and kind of ask them questions and get to know them. And Romeo on the floor has a swag and a dog about him, which is what you want. Yes. Off the floor was very humble yeah. and shy. Yeah. And in fact, I said, um, I said, what do you think of Imani Bates? He goes, man, he's better than me. <laughs> and I go, no, he's not. He goes, well, basically, he's a ninth grader. I'm a senior. Yeah. He goes, I mean... He's better than me than when I was that age. Right, I got it. And he, he, I thought that was a cool thing for a high school kid to say. Most would probably say, nah, yeah, yeah. And that just came, that yeah. rolled right out. Yeah. Um, Rakia. Well, I don't want to say another thing. Tell no. me another thing you loved about Romeo, and that was the quote he put in the paper about staying. Oh, I just thought, uh, you know, we're getting such a bad rap uh, for kids going to prep schools and leaving the normal high school situation and going to these they're basic. These prep schools travel the country. They're not a part of their. They're not going to win a state championship. Put it that way. And to still be a part of your school, maybe where you grew up, it's not always like that. But maybe that's you know. And to be with your guys through high school, and and make a run or win a Mr. And Basketball. And if you're great, you're going to get all the attention. And when you come back, that's what I said to yeah. him. I said. You're you're going to DePaul, but you're always from Michigan. You're yeah. always from this area. And he goes, Absolutely. And Rakia was the same way that yeah. you know, she's from Detroit. And um it's just it's fun to get to know him a little bit and And she's something else. She is. She's she was um really graceful and the thing that struck me about that, uh, her was her team erupted yeah. and were so happy for her. Yeah. So it was a genuine they have great. They have a great thing going at Karma within their girls. They really do. And they were hugging her and laughing, and you didn't sense any, um, you know, animosity. If that's the word yeah. you're looking for, I know it was. It was. It was real, and it was genuine. And I thought that that's what struck me about that whole situation, which was very cool. And you don't always see that. You know, it's never happened before, but uh, Gabby Elliott. Uh, on to Tori Edison is going to have a really good opportunity to perhaps be Miss Basketball next year should things work out because uh, the team is obviously so young they're going to be strong as mm -hmm. heck and boy it really would be great if they jump to D1 it would be and take that challenge because we'll see how uh, things go here yeah, in the next week yeah we or, will but uh, but the that, teams that are dominant at their levels like you know Chris Weber I think they were. They moved up all the way to the top, and yeah. it was uh, in women's right now or girls basketball yep. right now. D one is where the top competition yeah. is. It would be, uh, wouldn't it be fun to see like Heritage and I know they played yeah. this year, but 
you know, when it's all, all down yeah. to it or Wayne High. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, exactly. I uh, mean, that's what we're going to get in the semis. Schools. We're going to get oh. Heritage and Wayne, which is going to be our main event on State Champs. That will be yeah, a it's gonna be epic. game. Yeah. There's so many athletes on, the, on that on, will be on that floor. Yeah. Yeah, high level. Yeah, and to have kids. Edison on the other side, and maybe Dewitt, and yeah. you know some of those teams yeah. that uh, are really, really good. Midland Dow, you know, has had some really, really Muskegon, strong teams. Uh, that, yeah. Muskegon, Muskegon, still alive. Yeah, yeah, they you beat know, Dewitt at, the, we, at yeah. the Horn, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liza Winston, close, Liza yeah. Winston, uh, yeah. Miss Basketball uh, candidate. So um, it, it was neat. To, it, it was neat to go through that, and we're going to do Miss Basketball this weekend again uh, with United Area Michigan. That's always really fun, and um, at the state finals, at the state finals yeah. again. And Calvin so, College. yeah, it's it's um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So you said you got some uh, some BCAM news you want to get out there, and so our award deadlines are are all creeping up. Uh, we've got uh, team academic all state, individual academic all state, a team first award. This is high school or college. Any player, manager, anyone involved with your program who has a team first attitude, we have an award for that. Outstanding senior. Student athlete, our all state teams for boys and girls, our top shooters teams for boys and girls, individuals, top shooters and teams, and then our college academic and athletic team awards. Also, college, our coach of the years are all deadlines are coming up in April. April one or just right right thereafter. So when do you when do you announce a lot of that? A lot of that will be coming out as we, you know, as we get into April. Our um, April thirteenth mm-hmm. that Saturday mm-hmm. is our all state meetings. Okay. So just there afterwards, late April, early May. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I know I think we have a late Easter this year. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, we've got one more weekend to go. Uh, maybe we'll do this again next week, kind of wrap the season and uh, kind of look forward to uh, what's happening next year. But the uh, the girls will close it out. And uh, it's been great having you on all season again. It's, man. it's our pleasure. This is really a fun, a fun, uh, fun weekly appearance. And um, we just thank you very much for uh, the opportunity. All right. Well, that's our show for today. I want to thank Kia Tyus, who is always in Kia's the room. The best. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly. Just kind of running things, keeping us uh, on the air. And, uh, of course, uh, Derek Blaylock on the video side producing, of course, TJ and Scott and Matt Mowry and, of course, Dan Young. Uh, I'm Lauren Plant, and we will see you guys one more time next week as we wrap what has been an incredible basketball season here on State Champs Hangtime Michigan.